I'm no longer bound, I'm no longer chained, I'm no longer captive, no longer restrained. Delivered, set free, and free to be me. Let me introduce myself. Welcome, everybody, to Be the Light. This is Pastor Zekir Robinson, and in this show, I interview Reagan Adams. We discussed her ministry journey. Through her trials and tribulations, she was able to birth a ministry to help other women. She also discussed divorce and life after divorce. So tune in because this is a show you don't want to miss. My name is Frida. Frida. Welcome everybody to Be The Light. This is Pastor Zekira Robinson and I have my special guest back on again, Ms. Reagan Adams. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, good. So I'm so excited about today's show because we have a lot of entrepreneurs out there, a lot of people who who have stepped out on faith and either opened up events or business because God told them to. I know even for myself, one of the things that God told me was to start to be the light. And when he like we talked on the last show, how he gave me the date to stop my job, I was like, what like are you are you sure and like the year before that he have already put like plans and motions and he already given me the um the name for the be the light he already started telling me who to contact so i was like okay i'm gonna move forth in it and but a lot of people it literally takes faith to step out and do such thing okay but with you you have um a few events and some events that you do and i want you to talk about that like what really encouraged you to start events what was the encouragement for you to start these different events um it goes back to my ex-husband i started i was married for 14 years and uh during the process of the marriage god had given me a particular event called putting me first it's called selfish putting me first and it's a women's empowerment event for uh women to make sure that they are taking time for themselves to rest relax but then also make sure that you're finding or locating the gift that god has put inside of you and making sure that you uh work in that and the reason I had to uh, do it is because I kind of was forced to. So it was the business was starting out kind of fun because I had a husband who was paying for everything. So I was just like, okay, yeah, this is something I'll do. I can take a little trip and, you know, with the girls. And then when he went to prison, it got serious because I needed money now because <laughs> I didn't have any. So God was like, okay, let me show you how to do it. And so I already had the heart and the passion to get people together. Cause I, I had planned um, events prior, like, cookouts and you know family reunions that was my thing and so God said just do the same thing implement it the same way and so that's what I did and I just did it so it was something that I had to do okay so do you currently still do this event or is that I do I actually have it this weekend at Thursday yeah here in Houston (laughs) so a lot of people they may have a question of how to even start an event um, obviously we know you have to have a plan and a procedure, but like, how easy is it for you to get into certain places to bring the event? And like, when it comes to like advertising, like, can you talk a little bit about that? So, uh, I think personally for me, I think you have to have a knack for an event. If you don't, then you need to hire somebody. Me, I love everything about an event. Like when I get my house, I'll probably have something every week because I just like getting people together. That's just at the heart of it. But I also have a heart to help. So uh, with people with whatever position that they're in, especially when it comes to living their purpose. So starting the event, I guess like... 
oh my gosh, it takes me literally like five or 10 minutes to plan. And I know that sounds crazy for people because my, my, uh, think my subtitle for my business is I think it, I see it, I do it because I am a visionary. So it automatically pops here. I have a thought about it. Then I can see it like visually without really seeing it, but in my mindset, and then I just do it. So if I like with putting me first, when I left Atlanta, cause that's where God gave it to me. I left Atlanta and he said, I need you to do this event. He gave me the people to contact, the people that he told me to contact. I was not close with. We were just Facebook friends. We went to college together. And I was like, Lord, she don't even know me. He said, it doesn't matter. Call her. And she's going to help you with everything you need. And that was almost 10 years ago. And she still helps me yeah, with different things. Me calling you. <laughs> I was like, Lord. But she put her number out there. I'm going to call her. <laughs> <laughs> but he told me who to call. And so I called and he said, uh, and then six months later, without ever doing like a real paid event, because I did not have any money to do it. Like, because from that time that I no, my husband was still there. So I'll take that back. But I didn't have like any real money to put it together because right. this was something you know new for me but six months later i held it in atlanta and i to answer your question about promoting i just put it on facebook and actually how i started it was once i came from that weekend of just resting at, in atlanta and god told me about the event what he wanted me to call it and all that stuff i just went on f uh, facebook and posted a question and i said how many women would like to get away from their kids their spouse their boyfriend and just relax Mm. And I had over 200 comments in less than an hour. And they said, where? Sign me up now. Was this a weekend thing that you did or was it like mm -hmm. a day thing? It was a weekend thing. I always do weekends. So it'll either be uh, like if it's like we're coming to Houston this week, it'll be Thursday through Monday, but you don't have to stay the whole time. But most of the people do because they want to get away. Right. Uh, so what can I expect out of this, like for this um, getaway? What what is some of the things that you teach? What are some of the things that you explore and do if it's not giving away your secrets? <laughs> no, no, it's not. And then, you know what? Another thing is because there's so much money and things out here. It's something for everybody. And I'm not the only one that does stuff like this. So I, you know, I don't mind. Uh, but for instance, this weekend I have I'm concentrating on getting back to basics. So who are you? That's what I'm going to be speaking about. Who try to. Well, we know who tried to kill you, Satan, and not physically kill you. Sometimes, yes, but kill your character, kill who God called you to be. And so we need like even with going to church, like learning how to unlearn things that you were taught, even in the church, making sure that you're building your relationship with God uh, to see who he says that you are. And then he's going to give you the scriptures. He's going to highlight those things for you. But then also, side note, people who follow me are not saved. A lot of them are not, but they are attracted to the anointing that's in my life. So that is, I don't force God on anybody. I just try to live my best and tell them what he told me throughout my everyday life. So we talk about that. I'm going to be talking about friendships. Uh, not me, but one of my speakers. Friendships are very important in this season, who you have around you. Two years ago or a year ago, God gave me Waiting to Exhale, the movie. I have everybody that comes to my Build-A-Man event to watch Waiting to Exhale before they get to the event. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll talk about that at another time. But yeah. friendships, who you are around, are very, very important. 
in this season. So we talk about friendships. I'm going to have a red table talk uh, like how Jada Pinkett does, but the red table is for the blood of Jesus. Everything mm -hmm. that you have been through, you're going to bring it to the table. We take the mask off a lot. Like a, one thing that I can't stand, I can't stand phony people. I don't like when people wear masks, but I understand, especially in the black community, we're good at making things look good. We're good at making things look good in the church and all hell is breaking loose. Mm -hmm. Take the mask off. You're more relevant. You're more relatable when you take it off and talk to people and say, yeah, I go through this, sis. But guess what God did? He came in and he healed X, Y, Z. Or if he uh, hasn't necessarily taken care of it now because I haven't revealed it, we can bring it to the blood and let God cover it. You know what I'm saying? So we're talking about that. Uh, we're just spending a half a day in session. I don't want one of the things I don't like, I love preaching and I like listening to people and that stuff, but I don't want to do that the whole weekend. Right. I don't want to do that for me personally. So we have a half a day of that. We make it. And really, we're not even standing up talking at you. It is more of a conversation. I like intimate things where we can be real and it's a safe space for women to share because I don't want you to leave the event and say, oh, well, you know, I had a good time this weekend and go back to your life. No, 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 no. We need to we'd like give you the tools to say, let me Reagan and the other speakers put this on my mind. We have this. I will need to make this implement this change for when I go back home. Mm -hmm. So uh, we have that portion for a half a day, but we're going to go make lipstick. There's a place here where you can make your own lipstick and lip gloss. Right. And so we're going to have fun doing that. But then I, I, we're going to go to really nice restaurants. Sometimes the ladies that come to my events are not used to treating themselves well. I love uh, luxury restaurants uh, and I don't have to always have them, but I like to put myself in position where it's going to be some money there because I need to know how to sit when God puts me at that table. I need to know how to act. But then also when you see things like that, it makes you be a certain way. You know how to like you can get get what God has for you. I think some people think in a poverty mindset, they're like, well, you know, if I worship God, he doesn't really want me to have anything. No, our God owns everything. So he wants us that, you know, we are his children. So we are privy to that. So I go to nice places where we can dress up and look nice and put people in positions to where, oh my gosh, I would have never come here before. So exposure to me is very important. Also your relaxation time, you need to rest. You need okay to rest. Uh, when we're always going, we can't hear from God. That's another reason he wants us to rest in this season. Uh, I make sure that we stay in nice hotels, but that are affordable. So again, we're down in the Galleria area. The hotels are all, um, they're all suites and it's a brand new hotel. So just making sure that it's nice. We have the relaxation. We have the fun. It's good, clean fun. Um, and you're learning something and we're also giving you tools to take away from that too. That, that sounds like a retreat. It, is. <laughs> it literally sounds like a retreat, especially when you have multiple kids and you got husband, you got job, you have a lot. And it seems like you hear a lot of moms in particular say, I don't have time for myself or they let themselves go because they're taking care of kids. And one of the things when I had this one girl um, that was my best friend for, for a little bit, one of the things she taught me was self-care. Okay. Cause I've always, I'm always into make, not when I say makeup, like keeping myself looking nice. I'm always into hair products. I love products. Anyway. Yeah. 
I'm a product junkie. <laughs> I am ready to try a product in a heartbeat. And so um, love products. I've always did that. But she taught what one of the things that she taught me was that, you know, just because you don't have the money to do it doesn't mean that you can't do it for yourself. Right. So I was talking to you um over the phone, I was like, "Yeah, I'm sitting here doing my gel polish, and you know, doing this." And you're like, "You do your own gel polish?" I'm like, "Yeah, I do," because it's like I have a lot of kids. So, for instance, I'm not going to always be able to go get my nails done. And then I was like, "I'm spending thirty, forty plus dollars when I could take that money and put it towards something else. When I can go buy one set of nail polish in the kit for fourteen dollars, so it's right. like win win, and I can just repeatedly do it over anyway." And so, um. She taught me a lot about self-care and I think that's important because just because you're a mom, just because you are, are a single mom or whatever it is, it does not mean that you don't take care of yourself because when you uh, look better, sometimes you feel better. And there's times where I didn't feel my best, but I made it an effort to make my outer appearance to look good because you start to kind of feel it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, I'm kind of cute today. Like I feel yeah. it. It's like the right. mood would change. I'm not saying to lie about your emotions on the inside, but we can't allow ourselves to drown in sorrow, drown in depression, drown in anxieties and fears and all of these different things when we have an ability to change that. And sometimes it changed by changing what you physically see so that the insides can match. Um, and um, one of the big things for me, even with we're just talking about allowing yourself to change, all of that change is going to come through God. Okay. There's nothing you can do. I don't care if you do put on all this makeup, all this hair, all this luxury clothes and all of these things. If you don't really have that connection with God, you're going to feel the same. OK, it's God that changes everything, but you have to get up and do something just like you're saying. Faith without works is dead. You said that in the last show. And it's the same thing. Like either you're going to get up and make yourself feel better or you're going to allow yourself to sit there. Um, I'm interested in this realm. I'm, I'm calling yeah. it a retreat. <laughs> I, it is, uh, I also want to tag in one other person that I'm having. Uh, I have a personal stylist coming in. Oh, wow. and she is going to talk about enhancing your style because that was one of the things I lost when um, I was married. Like I used to go from wearing heels, makeup, you know, all the things to like my wig, like this synthetic wig just barely hanging off my head. I had gained all this weight like it was a mess. Mm -hmm. um, so she talks about like getting the right bra, getting the you know, how to get that fitted, like the foundation from the end to the out and just like you said just looking better and enhancing your style because some things it's like you need to change some things you mm -hmm. you still looking like 1989 and you making yourself look older and you're not <laughs> you know so just that is an important part you know i believe absolutely and so we talked about the women's um it's called women's what was it called again it's it called selfish putting me first like blackish yep. Okay. Selfish and then putting me first. Putting me first. Okay. Absolutely. All right. So then you have another event that that you do, um, and it's it's basically from what you explained to me, it's almost like preparing yourself for marriage, preparing yourself for the person that God has for you. So can you talk about that a little bit? 
Yes, it is called Build the Man Workshop, and it is based on my marriage. So all of my businesses are based on my marriage and my family. Um, when I was 18, I wrote a list of everything I wanted in a man. Well, how do you know? I mean, how many of you know my list of 18 is not going to be my list of 44? It's just not. Uh, so at that time in my environment, I wanted a guy who sold drugs. I wanted a guy with blunt lips. I like when he smoked weed, his lips turned black. So that was on my list. A guy that looked like a teddy bear who smelled good, who had a lot of money. Eight years later, I married that person. Everything on the list. But that list was retarded. And what did I tell you in the last segment? I should have not married him. <laughs> yeah, right. I went through a lot of different things, went to jail. We were in jail for a few days, you know, based off of some things. But God had shown me like, you, yeah, you don't sell drugs, but to become one. So when you get married, you can't separate the two. <laughs> right. And he had given me a couple of dreams, like back to back warning dreams, like, hey, you're getting ready to go to jail, Reagan. And I'm like, why do you keep having this dream? Like, mm -hmm. and it ended up happening. And that was kind of like the shakeup. So anyway, uh, also with uh, just with the book, with the list, uh, God back in 2020 told me to write a workbook that talks like shows women he's like basically just take it back to the list so mm -hmm. make sure that women have their list but they're specific in their list so a lot of the time i was always doing vision board like regular vision boards like where you cut and paste and you know do the pictures and i would see the single women always have marriage on there but the word says write the vision and make it plain right 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 not cut the pictures out and paste them which is great if that's what you're starting with but that's not what the word says and he wanted he said reagan i need the people to know that they need to be specific and don't do their relationships when they're looking for a man or being in position to be found to work like a puzzle when you work puzzle pieces you work from the outside but that's what most people do when they come with relationships work from the inside out and so start instead of yeah we talk about the physical things that we want but that's not necessarily important we want to know what the heart is so god gave me the anatomy of a man that is the name of the workbook that i wrote mm -hmm. it's on amazon as well so if you can't come to the event you can purchase the book on amazon but it's called the anatomy of us the anatomy of us that is where you're technically taking every part of the man and building him. So with his eyes, when he looks at you, what do you know, what does he see? Is your husband a visionary or is your man supposed to be a visionary? Uh, do you need him to see past, you know, certain flaw? Like you get very specific in the body parts of him. We even talk about sex. I don't know why a lot of churches sometimes don't want to talk about sex. God created it. So what do you want his anatomy to be? Do you want to be sexually pleased? Some women, like I have a lot of women who have inboxed me that are like cheating on their husbands because they are not sexually satisfied or their husbands have ED where they can't. And yeah. so they are out here. But did you talk to God about that thing? Mm -mm. A lot, I didn't really talk to God about my first marriage. I, we didn't really consult. It was just what I wanted. Right. Yeah. 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 And so God was saying during COVID, he showed me a few things happened. So what happened during COVID? We had uh, people passing away. So spouses were passing away. Then you had some spouses because we couldn't go anywhere. You had to get in the house. And then we realized, I don't like you. I don't want to be married to you anymore. So you had divorces. And so God said, and then another thing that happened is people started 
preparing themselves. So they were doing like, because they couldn't go anywhere. So they were going back to online school. They were bettering themselves. They were sitting home watching, you know, sermons and just doing better. So when the world opened back up, these were better people. So God said, Reagan, I'm putting men back into their rightful place. I'm restoring that back to them during the COVID season. And I need the women who say that they want to get married to get ready. Now, when people, women are like, I'm ready. You know, I got the job. I got the car. I got that. I got all this. Men don't care about that. Men, do, do you treat them well? Do you respect them? Do you know how to speak into their lives? And like, are you mean? Are you nice? Like, they care about how you make them feel. And men are very simple. I've spent over the last eight years interviewing them and also doing the events. And that was based off of Dating is Dead, Who Killed It, which is a byproduct of this, this as well. Prepare the women. Learn how to serve. One thing that I learned from my mother, which is very important with uh, the Build a Man workshop, is learning how to serve. When you And that's in any capacity, in leadership and friendship. When you serve and you get the right person, they will reciprocate that back to you. And so when you have that right person and you're concentrated on giving to them, you're never going to lack anything. You're going to have that reciprocation in the relationship. But you also have to have the discernment because a lot of women are like, well, all men do this. and all, When every time I had a man, he did this and all men are dogs. But what about the account part because you can't be in a relationship by yourself did you choose wrong nobody talks about that so i take the build a man workshop yes we build the man but we work on accountability what does your heart look like have you healed from trauma like it's 90 percent of inner work Mm. you have to have it because if you don't you will not have a successful marriage and then you I also talk to them about what marriage actually is I was married 14 years I don't like you some days I don't like you someday get away from me some days I don't want to be here if you haven't said that you want to go through a divorce sometime in that marriage you ain't married for real but you have to have a stick to itiveness. But nobody talked about that back in the day. So I want to talk about I want to be the person that I didn't necessarily have. I saw some things, but I want to be the person that I didn't have and help the women be able to get what God said that they can have. And the men are out there. Listen, they are there. And so that's what I want to do. Absolutely. One of the things that I want to piggyback on is um, being able, one of the things that I did, because I was like, like you said, you kind of look for what you want because a lot of times when you're dating you look for the qualities that you want you know you like you said you had this 18 year old list versus that the the years (laughs) that you are now and it's like okay these are completely different because i know when i first got married i didn't know what i wanted who i was um i just knew i was fresh out of high school (laughs) going to college and i didn't know that i was a person who liked quality time i didn't realize i was a person who liked to be you know physically touched outside of sexual relations it's like you know i didn't realize that that's what i what i like so as i'm married to this person i realized that i'm changing i don't like what you like and this isn't working um even even though you know there was some cheating that went on some narcissistic abuse stuff that went on with me 
it was one of them things that I started to realize that this person isn't who I really want to spend the rest of my life with. But I will say that I was in it for the long haul. I wasn't a person that was like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to up and get this divorce. No, I'm going to make it work. And eventually I'm thinking this person's going to change, not realizing that I was missing the main ingredient, which was God. I never right. included God into the equation. He's like the flower. He's holding it together. He wasn't in there. I was baking a cake with no flour. Right. Like, how was this going? to work he's not there um so heartache heartbreak you know tears depression stress anxiety i was like 120 25 pounds i'm now sitting at like 160 and so that looked very little so i never understood what my parents when i would go home they're like you're super skinny i'm like no i'm not like i'm fine right but looking at myself then compared to now i did look like i had some things going on but yeah it's just it was my everyday life and so after the um divorce and everything moved on with life and you know didn't still out here doing things i had no business doing next thing you know i'm still dating what i liked and one day i said um i'm tired of dating what i like i want god whatever you have for me <laughs> yeah I want whoever you have for me because I always went towards, you know, dark skin, tall, football bill, you know, that overtowers me. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? You know, I'm keep dating these these losers and <laughs> I'm getting either I'm getting hurt in the process or they just cheaters. And, you know, and I'm just realizing, like, this isn't what I want. So when I started going back to church, I was just like, OK, I got I want whatever you want for me. And um, little do you know, I literally said I'm going to be celibate. I said, I'm going to turn and be celibate now. And I'm going to try to do this the right way. And I get this light skin. I've mentioned this in one of my shows before. I get this light skin basketball or baseball, ball, you know, stock plate pl person, you know, just like the builds of them. And I was like, hmm, he's handsome. Okay. I was like, you know, and we started chatting. But at that point, I was like, this is a distraction. Yeah. <laughs> this is the enemy. I just said, I'm going to get right with God. And here come the enemy putting this fine man in my inbox. Okay. Right. <laughs> so I was like, this ain't part of God's plan. So I told him, I don't want to, you know, talk, you know, talk about myself right now. But later on in life, um, I will probably even say probably about a month or two later, I end up messaging him and we've been together since. But the, the, the key was to take out and I'm not saying that you can't tell God what you want. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Tell God what you want, because even when I was going through the mess that I was going through um, with my ex-husband, I'll be in the kitchen saying, God, I want someone who appreciate my cooking. Like I would literally say stuff like that. God, I want someone who's not going to say certain words or do certain things. I want someone who's going to love me. I want someone like I was literally putting it in the atmosphere without right. realizing I was making my request known to God. So when I told God, okay, God, I don't want what I want anymore. I want what you want. He knew what my heart desired because I was already telling him that in the midst of me being abused. And so when he brought him, it was like, okay. The outer appearance isn't what I normally go for, but he's still fine. Right. <laughs> I was like, I know different kind of fine. Right. And then I then I went on the first date. I was like, man, he didn't mention, you know, sex. He was a gentleman. He didn't right. like he was respectful. Like something's different about this guy. Not realizing that all the qualities that I was already making, re the, the you know, the quest I was making known to God was installed in him. And I even told God, I need a man of God. I need someone who's following you. Like all of that was in him. But it was like God was like, OK, 
you found the ex here. Right. He <laughs> and I was like, okay. And we literally, we going on almost eight years of marriage, but the key to that is allowing God to also pick your mate. Okay. Obviously you tell him what you want. You tell him what your heart desires and he's going to find that, but it may not come in the shape that you want. It may not come in the shade that you want, <laughs> but, right. but he's going to provide and, those qualities. And also, if I could ask you a question, did you yeah. ever sit in the seat of almost self-sabotaging what God sent you? Yes, I did. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you're not used to it. And I, I find that also with dating, like, he sounds too good to be true, but it's almost like, but what did you, God is like, what did you ask me for? Yeah. It's funny because God was dealing with me also, like when he answers prayers and it's like, Lord, you did it. And he was like, what do you mean? Like you asked me for this. And if I, you asked me, you got to know I'm going to do it. So don't get surprised. Can you talk a little bit about the self-sabotage? Because I know I, I do address it, but since you're talking about, you know, your situation, can you talk about that to, for the ladies yeah. who need to hear when God does answer your prayers? Don't jack it up. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Um, going into the marriage, I didn't realize how messed up I was until we got married. So everything was like huh, tens and, you know, A pluses and, you know, pretty colors. And then once we got married and he moved in, everything went down. I mean, I was mean. I was evil. I literally became a narcissistic person to the point of what my ex did to me because I had this huge wall that was literally built. Okay. I had this wall that was built and I'm just like, and then it was a wall that I didn't even realize was there. So he could literally fold towels and I'm literally criticizing him on how he's folding the towels. Guess what that used to happen to me. If I was folding clothes wrong, I would get told that I was doing it wrong. Yeah. Um, it didn't matter. I was like nitpicking. It's like, and guess what? It would happen at the same time every single day. And I didn't realize that until um, he was like, you need help. Like you need to go to counseling. He said it in a loving way. He's just like, you need to get some help. Like there's something wrong. So I agreed to go to counseling and, you know, um, spiritual counseling. And the pastor was like, so what time does this normally take place? And I'm like, probably about five o'clock PM. He was like, well, what took place at 5 PM when you were married previously? I'm like, well, he'd come home. He'd be complaining. He'd be saying, I didn't dust the ceiling fans. He'd be, and I stopped. I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm doing to him what was done to me. And even in the midst of an argument, I would, I would literally call him my ex-husband's name. And not realizing, and that's when the pastor was like, told my husband, don't, don't take this personal because the thing is, 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 is putting her back in that place. Like to her, yes, you see her physically here, but she's mentally back where she came from, meaning back from that situation. So she's putting her mind as if you're this person that you're not. And so literally, if it wasn't for him praying for me, if it wasn't for him fasting for me, if it wasn't for him having a firm foundation in God, he would have divorced me. Absolutely. He even said it himself. He said, I would have divorced you because I couldn't take it. It was only by the strength and the grace of God that kept us together. So there was nights where he would get up at like three, four o'clock in the morning. I had no idea about praying and fasting and all that. He'd be in the garage praying and fasting for me, not knowing it. And it's been nights where he came in the room anointing me and, and kneeling down at the bed praying for me. I That's what even, kind of husband I'm going to need because I'm going to need a patient one. He <laughs> going he's, to be patient. <laughs> he's very patient. <laughs> so I'm telling you, like, he's everything that I ask for and more. 
And so when that's why I said, you know, I put my list out there verbally. I was putting my list out there because I ain't know about no list. Right. But I was verbally seeing things that I didn't like that I knew I needed for my next husband. I even told myself, like, I'm going to be divorced one day and I'm going to be remarried and it's going to be completely different from this. Like, I just needed to know how to get out. And so um, I'm sorry I gave you this long answer. But no, that was good. I wanted to hear it because I because I, I know that my husband is coming. Like he's already said, you know, once you start showing he's my whole life since my purpose mm-hmm. is when I help people showing them my life and help them as I help them, he helps me and heals me. And so with this specific thing of helping women find their husbands or being in position, they don't find, but position them to be found that he's sending mine as well. Yes. And so I'm just like, okay, Lord, because I know he's already told me what you thought you had in your last marriage, erase it. Like, don't worry about it. We're going to start over from scratch. <laughs> Amen. Um, I would definitely say, um, you know, just resetting your whole mind. And then it sounds like you're already doing that because you're helping other people. And it's one of those. That's a way to heal is when you're helping other people to go beyond what you was able to go to go to in your first marriage and it's like i don't know i just heard 2024 i'm just gonna throw that out there i don't know what that stands for you yeah it's confirmation because i've heard it too like it's literally i've been having because i i told you i'm a dreamer but i've been having dreams and god basically showed me several times that while you are walking in your ministry doing this, I'm sending him. And now, and it's like, I really held myself up because God gave me the book two, three years ago and I didn't do it. Wow. And when he forced it, he was, and that was another thing about obedience. And I didn't talk about that with my move. Mm-hmm. It was connected to this book mm-hmm. because God was like, I need you to write this book, write this book, write this book. And I was scared because here I am divorced and you want me to do what? Like this don't even make sense. And I published the book in March. I finally finished it March of last year. Yeah. And in April is when he told me to move. Wow. And he said, write the book. And I said, well, I got to get the book opening and the signing and not. So he said, I don't want you to do anything else here. Hold it. And as soon as I came here, it's like it just jumped off. Like, wow, that is so encouraging because I'm literally writing a book. I'm finishing it. It's called Defeating Jezebel, Overcoming Fear and Anxiety. And real quick, I literally was like, I had it's like I had no problem starting a book. It's the editing and finishing part that I that I, I sit here and sit on for a whole year for. Yeah. And he told me, he said, You're not gonna get he's talking about this week. He's like, You're not gonna be on no morning prayers from six AM to seven. From that that time, from the time I wake you up, you're gonna be in your book finishing the last touches to get it to the publisher. And I, that's exactly what I did this morning. I was like, okay, it's, it's actually happening. And it's already two more books ready to be. That's our, I'm already re- thinking about to, to get out. So go ahead. I, yeah. Cause what I'm about to say is going to tie into that. Why your book is very important. God has literally been giving me dreams. He's still, okay. Let me slow down. Cause I'm getting excited. <laughs> God has been giving me dreams of still separating, allowing 
marriages that people are in wrong marriages or relationships and or and he is separating those still actively so he can get people aligned with the right people a lot of the reason that they are in these relationships is because of jezebel and witchcraft and manipulation spirits yeah because of the women and the mothers of the sons because they come in and and they've done all this manipulation and it's just learned behavior and it, it's just so i remember having a very specific dream about the guy that god is sending me he's actually given me several and he was trying to be released to me but i could see the other lady in the background whipping up actual like spells and and she said it i'm doing witchcraft on him and i'm not letting him go and so god is saying even now i say you don't have your husband, but start praying for him because there are forces that are trying to keep them from coming to you because when that kingdom marriage comes, you can cancel Christmas. The word says one can chase one thousand, two can chase 10. So when you, and then the three court is not easily broken. You have you, your husband and God in the mix of that. You can't be stopped. And so once you both know your purpose and you're coming in, you're going to have your thing. Your husband's going to have his and you have something together. Listen, the kingdom of God, like you're going to serve hell notice. The enemy does not want these relationships to come together. And a lot of that is because of the witchcraft spirit. That's why God is on you about getting it because he's shown me. He has shown me literally that a lot of these marriages are in these manipulated situations with these women and they got to come from out of that. Yeah, definitely. Because the the crazy thing about this book that God had me write was it is starting with the history. And he wants me to show like how from generation to generation, this this spirit can move. Um, And then it goes from from that talking about that that particular part to talking about the Ahab and Jezebel and how it relates to today's time. But here's the kicker. He's got me talking about stuff I don't want to talk about in my own personal life. I'm yeah. like, God, I'm not ready to talk about that. But it's like, no, you said your life is, you know, you you gave up your life to serve me. So you're going to put this in the book. So I don't I, I pro- that's probably part of the reason why I kind of been like dragging my feet like the book. It's been written probably for about six months now. It's literally the last part. I know it's been done. And I've been sitting on the last part of just finishing the edits. I already got a publisher. He's waiting on me. And it's like, he's just waiting. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. So I told him this coming Sunday, it will be in your hands. So I'm up at four o'clock in the morning, (laughs) four, four 30 in the morning, literally finishing up the edits and got to get it to, you know, he's going to do get the editor. He's, they got the whole team to work on this. And I'm going to tell you, wait till that book, wait till it's done. Watch God. And I'm, uh, you're going to rip, like, you're going to see the correlation of something. I don't know, whatever it is, it's going to be like this. And you would have been like, I wish I wrote this a long time ago. Mm -hmm. I wish I wrote it a long time ago. And also one of the things God has been dealing with me about is when you operate in the prophetic, any part of the prophetic, you really have to watch yourself because you can become in a witchcraft spirit as well, Mm -hmm. because God reveals things to us. And we know. So it's just like, okay, Lord, we can't teeter this line. Like, am I operating in here? You know what I'm saying? So what you're talking about is very it's needed. It is needed. It's so needed. 
Yeah, there's even videos that I have made that I haven't posted just because I was like, God, it just reveals so much of what I went through. You yeah. know, and I never want to um, put nobody out there, you know, because for someone that knows me in this person, it's like, oh, she's talking about this person. I know exactly, you know, and I never want to put it out there that way. Or my kids may see it, they may hear it, and they may feel some kind of way, but God is like, you can't worry about that. I need you to put certain things out there because there's certain people that's going through exactly what you're going through. And if you don't speak on it, it's going to, this spirit is not going to be known because there's certain people that's connected to you that watches you that don't know much about this spirit. Because I'm like, God, there's a lot of people that talk about narcissism now. I don't need to, but he's like, but there's people that's connected to you that don't know these different people. They listen to you for a reason. So you need to put it out there. And I'm telling you, I did my testimony video. I think I sent it to you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did that video and I've received so many messages from different people saying, thank you for your bravery on talking about this because I would have never known. Like I'm going through this exact same thing. How did you get out of it? And I'm having to give, you know, like just feedback and just being able to encourage them. Like you can get out of this, you know, if this is what God is leading you to do, then it's possible. But it goes back to saying God never intended me to be with this person in the first place. I well, let me tell you something too to encourage you. And I don't know how this is going to come out right or wrong. <laughs> I'm going to say it anyway. Um, I had the same thing with my husband because everybody knew who he was you know but I I mean I didn't go in and bash him but they people know you people know like your character they know you're not out here just trying to brag on anybody and I remember he would call me and be like why are you telling these people this and you know well and I said I'm just giving my testimony and of course he you didn't know anything about testimony and don't be telling my business and you make people woo, woo, woo. and I was like lord how am I going to be able to tell this story and help these people if I'm getting all this backlash? Right. And guess what? He ended up dying. God removed him. Mm. God removed him. And I'm not saying that's going to happen, but I'm saying don't worry about it. Because yeah. if he told you to do it, guess what? He's going to take care of whatever. Yeah. Whatever needs to happen, you don't worry about it. God has shown me some things and I'm just like, okay, God, just prepare me for what's to come. Yeah. He's going to say that. He showed me some things because I'm a dreamer. You know what? I Me and you have a lot in common. It was not a <laughs> chance that God put us together just, you know, for everything that's coming in the next season of my life. It's just he's He's put us together for a reason. But literally, we have a lot in common, more than I think I've had with anyone else that I've came in contact with. But the crazy thing is, is that's just how God works, you know, but we what we were trying to say you you all that's listening to everyone that's listening and tuning in is that one put God in the midst of every situation that you're going through number one two we want you to know that there's help out there like you have is this the only two events you have or is there more events I niche down to that so I have another one I think I'm gonna do it in October we're gonna see what does say of the Lord I feel like there's a hold on it but the, it is my dating is dead who killed it and I think God I'm, I was supposed to do it in October for a weekend but I think God has it on hold for a, a season so I'm not pressing that I'm waiting because I really believe he's working with this builder man and also I think me actually meeting my husband has to do with the other part of it 
All right. So with everything, you know, that me and you both have been through, we obviously see like we have a lot in common and I really don't take it by chance that God has placed, you know, you on my path because I'm telling you, I was at a place where I was just like, God, how is this going to happen? How is this going to work? Um, but I really am thankful because you have, you know, multiple things going on with your events. And so what we're going to do is I'm going to place all of her events and everything that she has in the link. So those who's currently listening listening on to the radio right now and you're like I really wish I would have been able to catch this from the beginning I want you to know that you can you can go over to the YouTube side and go to Zakia Robinson and you'll be able to see this live you'll be able to rewind fast forward whatever you want to do you'll be able to take notes um, because there's a lot of women out here and also, also men you know that is going through different things of some of the things that we have spoken about and we want this to be an encouragement to you and I'm also going to provide all of Miss Reagan's um, information Information on there so if you want to go to one of the events because like she said she's doing something almost literally every single weekend do the events cost that's one thing i wanted to ask you they do uh because i listen i gotta pay people <laughs> right right so this last one it was six hundred dollars but like i said it's thursday through monday it comes with some things but not everything uh i try to make it as cheap as possible but also i have to live as well so um yeah, but I sold out of this one. But like I said, I tried to make it intimate. The one that we have coming up in Cabo, that uh, is going to be five days. And that's next year. So, but I'll have that on my website. And all of that information will be released June the 1st, I believe. And that whole trip should be under $25, $25 I wish, $2,500 <laughs> uh, per person. But it's all-inclusive and it includes everything. Uh, so I'm really, really excited about that. We actually, I've combined eight other women in business to speak to every area of our lives. So it's going to be, God also dealt with me about collaboration and how he's going to do more with more people. And so it's nine of us that have gotten together to put on this really big selfish event to speak to every part of their lives. So we're working from the woman from the inside to the outside totally. Amen. Amen. I definitely want to check into that because I honestly want to be a part of that women's um, weekend. <laughs> that, that is something that a lot of us do not get is a time away from our spouses. And it's not just like you're just going away to have club fun you're going away to build yourself and to get yourself renewed yeah so thank you so much for coming on thank again you. i'm going to make sure i put all of your information in there this is at kia robinson with be the light and if you need um, some coaching some inner healing some deliverance please don't hesitate to go to be the light live again that's be the light live have a blessed day i'm no longer bound i'm no longer chained i'm no longer captive no longer restrained delivered set free and free Thank you so much for tuning in to Be The Light. If you are looking for a life coach or maybe you're looking for some inner healing, please visit BeTheLight.Live. Again, that is BeTheLight.Live. And you can also follow us on YouTube for a replay of this show at Zakia Robinson. Be blessed. My name is Freedom.